Hello and welcome to Race Ride Seek podcast. My name is Adam Lana. We're at episode two, series three. And last week we spoke about the Vic Divide with Lewis Sador. Um, thank you very much for that, Lewis. It was a very insightful look at uh, the race you put on. Um, since then, it has been won and run by good old Lewis himself. Uh, that was a pretty amazing effort. He did the course in a little over 44 hours, so that was very fast. Um, 570Ks, 44 hours, and a lot of it and a lot of terrain to cover. Um, second place went to the Flying Emma Flukes. She was only four hours after Lewis, so that was a very impressive effort, and impressively she held off a very fast Ben May, uh, who was only about an hour behind her. So yeah, it was quite exciting to watch the dots uh, stream across the the Victorian countryside. Rhino, Steve and Jimmy were out there. We're super proud of them. Um, Rhino, who went out and finished just over uh, in over sixty hours. Um, he was uh, he came in off no riding or training, and yeah, took a a Kevin. And beefed up Kevin as much as he could to uh, to finish sixth. Very well done, mate. Uh, super proud watching you get out there and, and do that. And then uh, we had uh, Steve and Jimmy who single-speeded it out there. And um, they did about 70-odd hours. So Steve had a couple of electrical problems at the start of the race, which sort of held him up a bit. And his race didn't quite go according to plan. But in the end, he um, overcome some some hurdles and, um, yeah, he was super chuffed to finish alongside Jimmy. Um, they almost had a sprint finish <laughs> at the end. Um, but overall, it was, it was amazing. 42 riders started. Uh, congrats to Lewis again on putting on an amazing race. Uh, out of those 42, I think there was about a 60% finishing rate. Um, obviously, some people wanted to finish it in two or three days. Um, other guys just wanted to tour it and then there was a bunch of other people who just wanted the challenge of finishing it i mean it's a, an extremely tough course and today in this week's podcast i'm speaking to one of those guys who really wanted to set the challenge to to finish the race um it's a man i guess a curved customer uh he's a lovely guy and uh we you know he's one of those guys you don't normally associate with these sort of rides his name's uh, patrick boutelier um raised in switzerland as a watchmaker, yep, that's right. He's a watchmaker, and he's Swiss. Um, he's moved moved to Australia after sort of having different corporate roles around the world, and he moved to a corporate Australia, well, about ten years ago. Patrick is that guy that I guess you look at and you would think, oh yeah, he just enjoys the spoils of nice hotels and fine dining. I guess people in that sort of high corporate position often do, um, well, many of us do. But uh, you know, I guess. We didn't really expect to see Patrick taking on this sort of thing. Um, so when he came to us a little while ago saying, I want to do it, and, uh, yeah, we were pretty excited for him. And, uh, yeah, next thing you know, he's on the start line with a bike, a bivvy, and a bunch of other riders who were probably just as scared as he was uh, to start it. So, yeah, have a listen to Patrick. Uh, it, was a, it was a great chat we had with him. And, uh, yeah, we watched him, watched his dot dart across the country and it was amazing to see all right we are rolling patrick yes welcome to the race ride seek podcast thank you thanks for having me well we're sitting here at curve 
we're looking out at the beautiful vista that is the uh, Carlton United Breweries. We're going to crack a, going to crack a Moon Dog beer can. Um, congratulations, mate! Cheers, thank you. You've thank just you. completed Appreciate the big divide. Can you set us set the scene for us? Yeah, no, I definitely can. I mean, for me, it was uh, something which uh, I, I always had on my bucket list. Uh, uh, I always uh, admired you guys here at Curve uh, with all the different av- adventures that you are doing. And yeah. I always thought, like, wow, one day I would like to do something like that. Yes. And uh, You've done it. Yeah, no, now I can say I've done <laughs> it. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. But the whole lead-up was like discussions with, uh, with various people, mm-hmm. uh, you included, Adam. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the, the desire in me uh, grew and grew over, over the weeks. And where at, at one stage I said, yes, I do it. And that's a bit me. I mean, once I have something in my mind, uh, I rarely uh, um, pull back and say, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So once the the, 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 the seed was was uh, was planted for me, there was no way back, and I have to say I was super nervous, really imagine, nervous, yeah. because uh, first of all, Australia obviously is a, is a is a new country for me, even though mm-hmm. I live here now since nine nine years. Yeah. But I've seen a lot, and I didn't know what to expect. Um, I the night before the start, I struggled sleeping. Okay. Because all the things went through my mind. So you had to start pretty early, and sure enough, the night before you literally can't sleep. Correct. And I had a, I had a, a, yeah, a busy day at work. Came home relatively late. Yeah. And I had to rush things. Had to make sure you know that I had packed what I what I wanted to pack. And then um, at six o'clock in the morning on that uh, on that Saturday, the 29th of February, I was. Uh, uh, I was at the, at the starting line and looked around and uh, looked at all the different uh, uh, other competitors and was like, okay, here we go. All right. All right. So to paint the picture, so Patrick, you probably, you looked around and you saw all these different people um, from, I, I must say that you probably didn't look like most of the people that were about to start the start line. What do you do for a living? And... How do you reckon you differed a little bit from the other people starting? You know, I looked at all these people and I admired all of them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm not wearing a beard, so I'm probably <laughs> I'm not hipster enough, uh, maybe to be in 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 that scene. Yeah. However, I didn't feel any any different because mm-hmm. I I think I had the same desire. Yes. As, same as, fears, I'm sure. Exactly yeah. as they all had. It was actually interesting. There was a guy from Sydney. I think his name was Dave, mm-hmm. and he was a bit of an older guy. And I could see he was really nervous. He told me about all the, you know, the precautions that uh, that he took and all the equipment he took with him. He had a snake band with him and so on. And I have to say, snakes was actually one of my biggest fear I had. Okay. And I was like, shit, should I have taken a, a snake band with me as well? But to come back to your question, I mean, I, I come from a completely different background. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a watchmaker myself. I, I have a very uh, uh, corporate role uh, yes. in, uh, in, uh, in, in the watchmaking industry. Uh, so it's an environment which is, yeah. So here is Patrick, a watchmaker, 
about to embark on the big divide. Uh, you know, I guess, as you said, like a lot of people would have been supporting a beard, doing all this, you know, being bikepacking sort of guru types, yet you're on the start line from a corporate background. Like, yeah, that would have been pretty, I guess, daunting in some way or? Very, yep. very, very daunting because I looked at these guys and I thought like they have much more experience than I have. Uh, they, they, they look like uh, they have done it a, a few times. They, they know all the in and outs. And but it was funny. I, I was probably doing a, the, the first few kilometers, and then suddenly a, a young guy started started chatting me up, and we had you know introduced each other. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing? What are you planning? And the first question that everybody would ask you. So how many days are you planning to do it? <laughs> they didn't care about where you were. No, 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 no. No, it was just how many days. That was honestly, I think, 99% was always the first question. Yeah. And uh, what was interesting as well, because I thought I had quite a lot of stuff with me, mm. but then uh, probably the second person came and said, gee, you're traveling light. Ah. And I was like, I travel light. Yeah. I watched the night before the, the, the YouTube video of Steve <laughs> and Rhino about their competition of what they were packing and I thought like, gee, I have far too much stuff with me. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I, I got into it and yeah, daunting in, 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 a, in a lot of ways, but... I, I just went through it. And so, I mean, on the last podcast, we talked about the Vic Divide. Um, can you give your brief overview of it? Like, can you briefly explain to the people listening what the Vic Divide is about? So, the Vic Divide is a is a is a race uh, over uh, 550 kilometers. This mm-hmm. year, it was a bit longer because uh, there were a few uh, tracks were closed because of the bushfires. Yeah. The recent bushfires we had. So it was, I think, 571 or 572 Ks. Yeah. Uh, it's a race from Melbourne, uh, basically up to, uh, to Albury, uh, through the uh, Victorian Ranges, mm-hmm. and uh, through most rugged and, and rough terrain. We had from, uh, from fire tracks to single tracks to, uh, to walking tracks uh, to river crossings. Uh, uh, we had everything. Yeah, sorry about the noise. If you can hear that, people, we just uh, you know, so you had so right through the high country. Um, what was your highest peak that you hit on the Big Divide? The highest peak was uh, Mount Buller. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting because I was once before on Mount Buller skiing, <laughs> being a good Swiss, and uh, to cycle up there was obviously much much harder than. Uh, 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 then, then to ski down the slopes, but it was uh, very rewarding. Ah, cool. Very rewarding on one side because I had friends who cycled up there not long before me, but on the road. On the road, yeah. And they they told me already then how tough it was and so on. And we went on uh, on gravel roads and single tracks and so on. And it was, it, it was tough, but the light we had and and just this sense of nature and freedom was just incredible yeah wow and so and how long did it take you patrick to get up buller just overall big divide oh, you started i started saturday morning i started on that uh, uh, saturday morning at six o'clock and i finished 
uh, on the Thursday after, roughly at three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Long, 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 hard trek, but long. very rewarding <laughs> at the same time. So a day longer than uh, than I anticipated or uh, anticipated or expected. Um, which I was not really surprised because I had quite a a major accident about two weeks before yes. I went for that race. I, I had a, an unfortunate collision with uh, a wombat and uh, hurt myself quite a bit. Yeah. So you were training prior to the race. Correct. Doing a, were you do, were you wrecking the course? Were you? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Mainly the beginning, just to get a bit of a, a feel of uh, what mm-hmm. to expect. Uh, left home uh, really early at three o'clock in the morning just mm-hmm. to put myself into yeah into a, a real time uh, uh, experience and then unfortunately at about four thirty in the morning uh, on a single track uh, up the Yarra Trail uh, uh, a wombat uh, jumped out of the bush and uh, I t-boned it and came over the handlebar and fell fell on my left side oh, and ouch. does that feel a little strange that a Swiss man is talking about hitting a wombat on a trail in the middle of <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning it, it does it does uh, because first of all it's, 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 a, it's a new animal to myself <laughs> I heard a lot about them how, how, how tough they are that yeah. they are a bit like a, a, a rock uh, a warm rock <laughs> a warm rock exactly but you know that the satisfaction if, if there was a satisfaction out of out of the whole thing i heard the wombat squealing oh. whilst <laughs> i was squealing on the deck so i was like okay at least we we share the pain <laughs> <laughs> and so you said it took a little bit longer than expected and you did that little bit of a recce but i mean how did that recce did it prepare you for what was about to come like i mean you know obviously there's a lot of hard yakker ahead of you um how tough was it? It was interesting because the, the the first bit, I knew quite well what to expect. Yeah. Uh, so I was very comfortable, really comfortable with yeah. what I was doing and so on. But then there were as soon as I I left that area that I have ridden already, mm. I started just a bit you know this unknown. Mm-hmm. What's what what's going to come? What's going to be next? Uh, started to to uh, to kick in and. I had my fears, I have to be honest. Uh, I had my fears in, in my own ability. Uh, will I manage? Will I manage to be on my own and, and go through that? Uh, is my body going to cope? Yeah. Is the material going to cope? Did I bring enough stuff with yeah. me? Do I eat enough? Yeah. Because uh, on my training ride as well, I, I quite heavily cramped as well. Yeah, okay. And so I, you know, suddenly all these question marks go through your mind. But I, I was really surprised about myself that I just overcame, I did overcome it. Yeah. And so, so what's your experience in this sort of stuff before? None. None. Zero. Yeah. So you're starting from a base, baseline of zero. You've I, watched a couple of curved guys go out in some big long rides. And you went, you know what? That looks like a good idea. But that's me. I... You know, I, I, I ride bikes uh, since more than 10 years seriously. Mm-hmm. On the road, I do long rides. I have done uh, 200 odds uh, a day easily. And I thought, like, okay, yeah, let's have a crack at it. Because I was getting a bit tired of the road. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something to challenge myself. Yeah. Um, 
again this bucket list yeah. came in. Yeah, and I thought like let's let's have a crack at it. Let's yeah. uh, let's see how far I can go. And so you said you started getting worried after, like as you entered the unknown. Were other people getting worried for you? You think like we were? I was watching you on the tracker. <laughs> you know, it was like. Awesome watching Patrick go. I mean, you had a few people from home watching yeah. the experience. So it was interesting, obviously, uh, coming from Switzerland. I uh, have a lot of family still back home. Mm-hmm. And I created these, uh, these WhatsApp group with uh, family and friends on and kept them in the loop when I started. And I knew, I mean, especially my parents, they were, they were worried because, mm. uh, you know, I'm on the other side of the world. Yeah go into a terrain where I have zero experience. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, she, she wrote me a beautiful message uh, Yeah, that I have to be careful, that she loves me. Oh, that's nice. So, you know, all these kind of things. Uh, obviously, they, they, they play in your mind, but on the other side, it confirmed as well that I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I wanted to challenge myself I knew that I had all the support from my environment, close and, and, yeah. and less close. And I thought, like, yeah, believe in your own ability and have a crack at it. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, you've got, you've, that's pretty impressive to, to go through what you just did. Like, from a base of zero, now you're out there on day one. You're entering the unknown. Uh, what was that first night looking like for you? So the first night was in uh, Marysville. All right. So you got to a nice, safe place, Correct. a nice town. Yep. We got to Marysville. Uh, we were relatively late, but still managed to had to get a, a warm meal. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it was like okay, it was already pitch black. It was dark outside. I thought like first night. It was a long day. Yeah. How many k's did you do that day? Uh, we did well over a hundred mm-hmm. uh, that day with quite a bit of climbing. Um, and I just decided with another guy I met on, on the road, which was funny. Uh, I probably could have been his father. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, Cody, uh, 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we somehow, we, we rode a bit together and we said, come on, let's, let's, let's sleep on that footy field and then see how we go. Yeah. And slept there, put my, my BV out and uh, yeah. Loved it because I've slept already outside. I was in the army in Switzerland. Okay, cool. So it's not the first time you've slept out in the rough. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But I enjoyed it. Really yeah. enjoyed it. That's cool. So Marysville, you've done a hundred for the day. Um, actually, let's backtrack for one second. Um, obviously, you're a Curve customer. Or if we hadn't hadn't disclosed that, what bike did you bring? We talked a bit about your packlist, and what did you actually bring on the ride? Like. So I was riding my my Kevin the the, the GXR yeah and great bike great bike uh, I'm not I, twisting his arm ladies no, and no, gentlemen no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I love the bike it's super comfortable it hasn't let me down yeah. at at any moment I was so happy that I changed my wheels to the 650Bs yes. uh, uh, you're the, in party mode so you're in like 650B by 2.3 I think you had correct yeah. yep. so really comfortable large enough tyres to, to, to conquer all the different terrain I, I was uh, uh, yeah, I was confronted with um, but a lot of people would say that's a you're well underbiked for this course is that like I mean rightly or wrongly I mean what how do you, you know would you 
do it again on that bike? Would you consider something bigger? I mean, it's it wasn't an easy course, was it? No, no, not at all. It wasn't an was easy course at all. But I have to say, I ride quite a lot of mountain bikes as well. And I was actually quite surprised when I first arrived at the starting line to see so many guys actually with mountain bikes, with front suspension and so on. And I was like, do I have the right bike? But then I believed in it uh, and it was amazing. I mean, the climbs were incredible yeah. because of uh, it was light, it was stiff enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it had everything. Obviously on, on the downhill sometimes uh, over the rocks, it shook me up uh, yeah. as, as, it, as it would. But then again, the wheels and, and, and the tires, they, they absorbed a lot. Cool. It's good to hear. Really good. Uh, I mean, I was very, very happy with the setup. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, I, I would use the cabin again. Yeah. And what did you take as far as gear? So you said you didn't have enough or had too much. Like, explain to everyone, like, what, what, did, you, what did you have? So what did I take with me? I had uh, so my packing list. I had a, had a, a bivy. Mm -hmm. I had a, what sort of bivy? It was a, a, an OR a helium. Yep. So a water resistant yep. uh, a, a, a BV. I had a yoga mat which I shortened from my shoulder to uh, to, ah, to pro style to, yeah. to, to my to to my uh, lower back. Yeah. Um, I had a, a, a Duna jacket, which I used like as a as a sleeping bag. Yeah. I had leg warmers. I had arm warmers. I had a complete like a, 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 I was wearing shorts. I had a merino top, mm -hmm. um, uh, mountain bike shoes. Then what else? Uh, all the the, the 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 bits and pieces like uh, repair kits, yeah. uh, spare tubes. Enough food, uh, three water bottles, uh, GPS tracker. Yeah, um, that sounds pretty light on. Like that's you know when you most people do these bike packing things, like they pack everything and then more than yeah. what they need. So it sounds like you went pretty light on. Was that um, you think that was the right setup for you in retrospect? I mean, yeah, I think in retrospect it it was it was. Uh, not the perfect setup. It mm -hmm. was a good setup. What yeah. I would do differently today because I was really cold twice. Yeah, okay. I would take probably something warmer to sleep. A little sleeping bag or something like that. Correct. Yep. Okay. So yeah, you were in the high country after all. Yeah. And yeah, you got a bit. So you got a bit cold overnight. Yeah. 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 So that, that that I would do differently. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I I thought like, okay, you know, I'm Swiss. I'm uh, I'm used to the <laughs> I'm used cold. To the cold uh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't get cold in Australia. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but I underestimated it. Yeah, it, it got cold uh, uh, quite a bit. But other than that, no, I, w I wouldn't take any any different gear with me. I was uh, well advised uh, by you guys as well. Okay. I mean, discussions so, I had with you or with Rhino or with Steve. Yeah. Or Sarah helped me a lot as well. Oh, that's cool. Gave me a lot of confidence in in what to take with me. Yeah. Which really so you had, a, you had a bit of help. Yes, we did. Like I know that um, Patrick spent a few nights here at Curve, um, working with Steve to just run through the course. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we had multiple discussions with different people just to, yeah, ex have a just get a mental image of what to expect. Um, did that live up to? Did that help? Hind I mean, obviously it helped in somewhat, but like. 
did it live up to that ex- expectation when you were out there? Like, what? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I there were a lot of key advices which always went through my mind. Okay, through my that's mind. cool. So one advice I will never forget was uh, from Sarah. She always said, make wise decisions. Okay. It rains, put your jacket on. Don't wait. Yeah. You're hungry, you eat. Yeah. You're thirsty, you drink. You, you want to sleep, sleep. Mm-hmm. Just don't push things out. Don't say, yeah, yeah that can wait or, or do it then and, 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 and there. So that, that was a very important uh, advice. That's very sound advice from the Queen of the Rock, after all. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and now that, what, I, what helped as well is that I, I created segments uh-huh. beforehand. Yeah. So I had clear daily goals as well, yeah. what I want to achieve, even though I, I missed it. I missed it by a day. Yeah, well, what happens when it goes wrong? <clears throat> I missed it by a day and I had to look at the, at the map again and yep. say, okay, so what's, what's the next alternative? But you find ways, you find yep. ways. Uh, I, I was amazed as well how clear I was thinking. I never panicked, even though I was in, a, in an unknown mm. environment. Uh, uh, you know, once uh, I went off track and uh, looked at the GPS and I just couldn't find the entrance of that of that walkway and I went crazy I I couldn't believe it because I was like gee it says to, to go through here but there's no pathway like, and where am I going you where? turn around and you're like but then suddenly I found it yeah and uh, off, off I went and that was a rough one it was a it was this uh, walking track uh, which brought me to uh, to uh, Richie's hut. Mm-hmm. So what day was this? Day three. Day three. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. had a long section from Jamison, I believe. Correct. Yeah. That day three was was the hardest for me. Yeah. Okay. Because I got lost. I got lost twice. I had to walk quite a bit. I was on my own. Yeah. There's no riders with you, so Nobody. you're on. So Jamison <clears throat> to Buller is how far? Oh, Jamison to Buller, I would say. It's probably another hundred, hundred k's, roughly. Yep. So only hundred kilometers. Yeah, yeah. Only hundred kilometers, 100, right? Yeah. Exactly. Only a hundred. But <laughs> so is that what you were thinking in your head? It was only a hundred kilometers, and then what was the reality of it? I thought that often. Yeah. You know, because I, as I told you at the beginning, I was like doing my two fifties in the past yeah. on the road, and like, yeah, yeah, one hundred finger in the nose. <laughs> Not in this terrain. <laughs> yeah. Not in this terrain, not the, with these circumstances. It was hard work. Yeah. So it took you. So um, that Jamison, that first day. How much did you cover on that first day to get to? The first day was to Marysville. Yep. Second day was to Jamison. So, yep. Third day was to uh, Richie's hut. hut. And how far was that distance? Do you think between Jamison to Richie's hut? I think it was probably about. 80? 80 kilometers. Yeah, something like yep. that. So it's that, and that was a whole day. Yeah. But a bloody tough day by the sound of tough yeah. tough got lost had to walk and i was my aim was then obviously to get to riches up because yeah. i thought like okay at least i'm gonna have shelter yeah. and i was deep in myself i was hoping that there was somebody else yeah and was there and there were two guys <laughs> yeah and honestly it was so beautiful i arrived and i was i was done yeah, mentally cooked. Yeah, physically done. 
Yeah. And I arrived there, and there was this guy sitting uh, Thai. He was sitting on a on a on a on a tarp. Yeah. Waved at me, and I went over, and he just without he maybe quickly hello, gave me something to eat. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, bloody hell, how good is that? How good is that? And just from going that low point to just receiving that human kindness would have been pretty incredible, pretty special. Yeah. So what I did is I, I parked my bike. It was close to a river. Mm-hmm. I undressed, uh, was wearing my beeps and had a quick dip in the in, in the river. <laughs> nice. Washed myself yeah. and um, prepared for the night. And that was a very, very cold night. Yeah, okay, cold night. Yeah, very cold night. Got the, how did you combat the cold night? Like, You know, I, I crawled. <laughs> To my, my whole body together and then oh, uh, after a long day like that you're pretty physically tired so you want to sleep yeah okay you want to recover you you want to mm. you want to relax and I couldn't but luckily uh, we managed to, to get a fire going I got the fire going yeah and uh, that warmed me up a little bit yeah but then next day uh, yeah how was it wake so waking up you're in the middle of nowhere this little hut um, was it a good feeling? It was like a feeling of dread ahead of you because you got this big mountain now to climb. Uh, no, I, I was looking forward to it. Oh, uh, cool! I never, I, I never had this uh, this feeling or this desire to stop. Yeah. Stopping was was not a that was not an uh, an option. And how were the legs that morning? Yeah, they were they were sore. <laughs> yeah, they were sore. I started to have my my sore bits. My my hands were were sore yeah. and. My my neck was sore, mm. uh, but uh, now I pushed through. Yeah, it was just you find you find solutions. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> and you had to do it, so you woke up, ready to go. You had your food. Yep. How did you, you had resupply at that point, or were you? Yeah, stuff? I still had a bit of uh, of food, obviously, because on on, on that track there was nothing. Yeah. Uh, I still had a few uh, things to eat, which mm-hmm. which was great, and then uh, off to Buller. Off to Buller. And how long was the distance between the hut and Buller? Uh, that was, again, roughly about 80. Yeah. And a little bit, but obviously a bit more of a climb now. Quite a climb. All yeah. the way up to Buller. So yeah. at the highest point, you'd look at about 1,800 metres to yeah. get to Buller. Yeah. Um, that must have been a pretty good day. Was or a, a tough day. but it's a, a tough day, but a, a beautiful day. You know, yeah. I, I rode up with, uh, with that guy, oh, uh, cool. Ty. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, to the information center in in uh, in uh, on know, Mount Buller village, yeah. and I asked, you know, is there, is there a restaurant? Because you know the the, the whole thing was, was was dead. Yeah, pretty quiet on a what, Monday then, evening or whatever it was. Yeah. Then there was this place. We went up there, and it was actually quite quite frustrating. We got in there, and all we wanted was something warm to eat. Yeah. And the chef was sitting there on the table eating uh, a beautiful pizza. Oh, no. But they wouldn't do one for us. Honestly, we even said we do it ourselves. Yeah. Just need no. warm food. No. no. No way. Wouldn't do it. Oh. The most unfriendly. <laughs> uh, Did you explain where you would come from? They didn't, didn't care. care. They didn't care. It was incredible. Uh, so for me, it was just like, let's get out of here. Yeah. I, I couldn't stand it anymore. Uh, I, I had to go. So we went to in, in uh, to the grocery store, yeah, the bought RGA, some stuff, yeah, yeah. and then rode down to another uh, to another hut. Mm-hmm. 
uh, where we where we stayed for the night. Okay, so you you slept it out the whole. You didn't have a didn't want to actually take a hotel that night. I was contemplating it, yeah. but then with the experience, they they even had at that restaurant. Yeah, they had a, they had a room available. If you would have made your pizza, you probably would have got I would the room. Have, I would probably have stayed, <laughs> but she was like so unwelcoming and, oh. and unfriendly. It's like no, I'm not going to no. spend any more money there. And, Fair enough. And, and spent the night there, so we continued. And that was actually quite nice. I mean, it was again a single track mountain bike uh, track of, <laughs> of Mount Buller. And then we, we, we crossed a few of the huts. Uh, somebody told me to go to Razorback, mm-hmm. uh, which was too far, we couldn't make it. Okay. But there was a, a hut before and had a beautiful, like, uh, iron. Uh, oven in there and we lit the fire we had dinner there and then uh, slept and uh, ah, nice. had a beautiful night and it was funny when we woke up there was a, uh, a school class uh, oh, really? trekking around yeah, yeah, there cool. and all these kids out there and looked at our bikes and like what are you doing uh, are you as well a uh, part of this uh, crazy ride up to Albury and yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fantastic oh that's cool yeah so what was that evening or morning like i mean is that you know getting up to the top of buller must have been a pretty pretty rewarding experience um other than the bad pizza yeah you know, or the bad pizza non-pizza experience um can you paint that picture for us well when i yeah i got up there obviously i knew that that was the highest point of of the ride yeah. obviously there was a lot of satisfaction with that that uh, yeah. that i conquered that um, and then we rode down, sunset kicked in. Ah, and cool. We had this unbelievable sky in, in, in uh, pink and purple and like looking over these rolling uh, mountains. It was just like uh, incredible. And then there were the, the, the gum trees as well. They, they were almost like white in, in, ah. in, in, in the sky. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So not exactly the Swiss Alps, but something... Totally different. Totally different. Totally totally different. Yeah. A very Australian experience. Absolutely. All right. So you're at the highest point now. Yeah. That you feel like you're now, now you know that you're going to get to the end, right? Or. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I knew, I knew once I have conquered Buller. Yeah. I'll get home. Yeah. All down. It's all downhill from here, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was still one, there was still one uh, uh, to Mount Sterling. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you still to get still. Yeah. So that that was a that was a, a big one, but you know what was interesting is that when I spoke to Jimmy, mm. who did the race last year, yeah. he told me that he went the second day to Buller, and then stopped. Yeah. And I was already like, "Gee, what an effort!" Second day to Buller is already amazing. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, "Gee, I'm I'm up there, so I'm already further." Then yeah. There's no way back. Now, yeah. now I have to get home. Yeah, fair enough. Bring it home. So all downhill from here. Was it that? Was it that simple? No, no, not simple at all. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was the, the probably the roughest terrain I have ever seen. Uh, oh wow! Lots of big, uh, big like uh, rocks and, and just a very, very rough uh, single tracks and. So you climb, you climb Stonefly, um, the Stonefly mountain bike course, which yeah. is a pretty famous mountain bike climb uh, to Stirling. Yeah. How was that? Pretty good? 
bad. Like no. I've, re- I've written it, I loved it, but on a mountain bike while I was fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It, it, it had rough patches in there, um, but again, I, I'm, I'm not afraid of uh, going down or going over rocks. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at the, at the, at the quickest speed, but yeah. I'm, I'm quite comfortable on the bike. I, I have to balance. Uh, Cool. No, 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 no problem. Kevin, no. you had Kevin under control, and Kevin had you Kevin, under control. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin had me under control. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So now, all right, you've got to Sterling. Now you've got a big downhill. Yeah. Right. Where were you going next from there? So from Sterling, I went down to uh, direction Whitfields. Yeah. Uh, and so then, it's all downhill, easy, right? Yeah, relatively easy, but you know, there was a lot of zigzagging mm-hmm. around the fields and it started raining. Ah, oh, really? It's a lot of rain. Oh, so you got rain uh, before Wickfield? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I got, well, in, I got into Chesant yeah. and went into the, 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 the general store mm-hmm. there, drenched. No. <laughs> And there was this lovely uh, uh, young sales uh, uh, girl, and she made me two bacon on egg. Oh, and, nice. uh, it was really amazing. Did you get a chance to dry off? Or? A little bit. Yeah. Not, Not much. Really. <laughs> but for me, it was just, I had to continue. Yeah. So what time did you get into Chester then? Uh, that was probably around two o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. But my goal was that night, I wanted to sleep in, uh, in Myrtleford. Yeah. So Myrtleford's, yeah, big stop, big yeah. town. Yeah. Did you sleep rough that night? No. Nope. There was my one night <laughs> yeah. I went into a motel. Yeah. And so that... And it was funny because I left all the others behind me, so I, I pushed... Oh, nice. Yeah. So from two so two o'clock you're in Chesson and then you push through. What time did you get to Myrtleford? Like? Uh, I'd say it was probably about 8.30, o'clock. Yeah. Went into that motel, got a room and everything. And because I was on the bike, obviously, yeah. uh, I, I, I prepared again for the next day. Yeah. Then I had a shower. And was it a good shower? Good. <laughs> incredible. Warm. Sh- incredible shower. <laughs> but then, you know, on the bike, obviously, I have no, I have no changing clothes. Yeah. So I was wearing my puffer jacket, and I had a towel around my, my, my waist, and had a bit of, of food, and charging my stuff up and so on, and suddenly knocks on the door. It's like, Gee, who's who? knocking on the door? Ty. Hi. <laughs> he said, I knew that you were here. I'm sure you don't mind if I crash in your room. <laughs> and you know, I was like, my puffer jacket, the, the towel <laughs> around my waist, yeah. and ready to go to bed. So this is going to get adults only, isn't it? Are we? <laughs> but the coolest thing was, I mean, he was a superstar, yeah. he arrived. With two pizzas. Ah, here we go. Perfect. It's like, I can't go anywhere. I'm in a towel, but you're bringing the pizzas. It's like, exactly. The perfect scenario. Perfect deal. Uh, but then I started to get nervous because I was like, so I have a day to go, but I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. So and I, to, I was looking at, yeah. at the, the, the V line uh, uh, timetable. Yeah. I thought, like, okay, my last train to take is at 5.20. When do I need to leave? And I started to do, to debate that with uh, with uh, with Ty, and he wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I took my my average speed. I looked at the distance, yeah, and wow. I had just no idea. And I knew that we're gonna have torrential rain. 
the next day. So you were prepared for the rain? Torrential. I knew it's going to be horrible. Yeah. And I got up at five o'clock in the morning, and the yep. first thing I could hear was that rain. Oh, on the that must have been. It was tough. It was yeah, tough right. because I, I I thought like, gee, do I really want that? Mm -hmm. But then again, I was I was in the mindset. There's no there's no there's no return. Yeah, you promised yourself you were going to finish. Absolutely. And that rain sound, sure, wasn't the best thing you wanted to hear, but no. so be it. So I packed my my things and uh, I said to Ty, "Listen, safe ride. I'm leaving." And I, and I went, and you know, within minutes, I was wet. Yeah. But I pushed through, pushed through, and uh, yeah. Like, what was that? So Myrtleford. So from Myrtleford, you head towards Yakandanda. Yeah. Was there? A, did you stop at Yakandanda in the town? Like, and so what was the terrain between Myrtleford and Yak? Um, it you was. A big climb, didn't there's you? a big climb yeah. there. There's a big, big climb there, and then there's a bit of uh, uh, mountain bike trail. Um, but I stopped in Yakandanda because everybody stopped there, and yeah, I thought, right. like, I need something. Yeah, so yeah. I went in there in this coffee place, and you should have seen the face of these people. They all looked at me like, <laughs> "What are you doing <laughs> on the push bike now in a day like that?" Pissing down rain, you're in the middle of nowhere in a small town called Yakandanda, and the coffee shop people look at you and go, what the hell? Exactly, what are you doing? And you know, and before that, I, I fell already, so I, oh, so I, I, heard, I heard my, my, my rib. Ouch. And um, would you I, fell on the same Same side as, as when I hit the wombat. Oh, no. Hit, uh, hurt my leg, oh, and I arrived there. How are you looking? Do you think you? <laughs> they all looked at me like he was like hit by something, or. Yeah. But anyway, so I got a, a piece of of carrot cake, a beautiful coffee. Yeah. Reset my mind, and then uh, did the last forty k and. Forty k's. Yeah. That must say you now. Now you know you get it. Oh, yeah, of course, and I knew as well that. By three o'clock, I'm going to be in, in, in Albury. You can get your train home. I can take the train all home, right. exactly. So, all right, can, can you, those last few Ks, like, can you explain what the emotions are going through? Can I do that after the toilet stop? Yes, <laughs> we can. I've, I've got to do the same thing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man, I feel much better now, Patrick. Much better, exactly. We've, we've both uh, had a talk. Because <laughs> we've been drinking, sitting here drinking beer and chatting about our uh, Patrick's experience. Um, all right, now before we get to that finish line experience, right? I mean, it sounds like you know, obviously it was hard, but it sounds like you almost did it. It was too easy in some way. Like, did you give me a low point? Well, I I had definitely I had two low points. The first low point was day three mm -hmm. when I got lost. Oh, lost, okay. So I was on my own. I cycled for about an hour in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually amazing because I only realized that after, but obviously my family, my friends, they, they followed me on the, on the, on the tracker. Yep. And they followed my dot. And I had so many messages ah, okay. from my wife included. Yeah. Saying, Patrick, you you're going the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And then when I realized that that I had to cycle back after a hard climb, and then I couldn't find the entrance 
of uh, of that uh, that walking track, mm. I, I was pretty devastated yeah. and frustrated, and yeah, I started to doubt myself. Yeah, yeah, okay. And to the point where I almost became a bit, uh, yeah, almost a bit emotional. I was yeah. like, gee, am I really? It gets pretty. You, you get pretty raw out there. I mean, totally. Got, there's nothing else. No. You've only got. The nature, which is obviously amazing, your bike, and a purple, pink line that you've got to follow on your tracker. Correct. And that's really about it. And there's you. Yeah. And your emotions. And I'm sure you went through a whole gamut yeah. of emotions. And so this would have been the lowest point. That was very, very low. Uh, and the second uh, low point was when uh, when I fell and hurt myself. Okay. So now you're almost at the end. Yeah. And you've hit a tender spot already, which yep. you only injured maybe two weeks before. Correct. And so what? Did you just sit there and say, no, nah, that's it, I'm done? I sat, I sat there. I was in a lot of pain. I had tears in my eyes. Yeah. And pretty quickly it went through my mind, actually, how lucky I am. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It could have been much could worse. Have been much worse. Yeah. I could be here and have broken something in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Shit. Nobody around. Yeah. Couldn't move anymore, but I was able to move. So I, I have to say, I, I was pretty happy about that. Yeah. But I was very reluctant as well on how to continue. So I took it quite easy. I, I walked quite a bit just to get. The confidence back. Yeah, yeah. So, how hard did you come down? What happened? Well, I, it, it was quite, um, uh, obviously, quite slippery because mm, it rained raining, the whole yeah, day. Yeah. My front wheel went, yeah, and into a ditch, and I came over the the, the handlebar and just landed on on my left uh, on my left side. Oh. Probably, I'm not sure if it was my elbow or the handlebar which cracked my rib. Oh, so you got a cracked rib out. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, and you know you. Yeah, you struggle yeah. with uh, with uh, with uh, uh, breathing and I see you're winded as well. Yeah, yeah. bleeding, oh. pain. Luckily, the bike was okay. I was actually okay as well. Yeah, and I continued. And that's like that must have been a hard point just to pick up the bike and go. Ah, oh, I'm going to because you could have. Eaten. I mean, I don't know if you had reception or you've got on your tracker. You've got. Oh, sorry, on your um, spot. You've got something to say, help them in trouble. Yeah. Like surely you thought about pressing it at that point or calling someone? Uh, no. No? No. No, I, I assessed myself. Yeah. And I saw that the bike was okay, I was okay. Yeah. And I knew it couldn't, it, it wasn't far anymore yeah. to Yaka. Yeah, cool. So I, I continued. And I arrived in Yaka, I had, as I said before, I had a bit of a refresher, and then I knew I had 40Ks to go. That's it, and that 40Ks, I mean, that, and that 40Ks was, that was the home stretch. The home now, stretch? Now, you're, now you're, you're probably seeing things a little bit differently at this point, from going to that low point to now going, okay, I've got 40Ks to go. Yeah. How were the legs feeling at that point? Well, the legs were tired. Mm. The legs were very tired. I remember I had this feature on my on my GPS as well, which shows you how many ascents are still coming. Yeah. 
and how how many meters I have to do. Yeah. And I still remember I I did fast forward on the on my display <laughs> just to see how much more to expect. Yeah. And I, I was just hoping inside myself that <laughs> we get to the end yeah. if not much uh, not much climbing. And then suddenly there was this uh, river crossing. Okay. Well, I, I don't think Ryan experienced the river crossing. No, because there was no river before. Because we had a hundred millimeter oh. of rain in twenty-four hours. Oh. So I presume. So what Ryan had was just a pretty much a ride through. Through exactly. Yeah, but might have been a trickle. So I got there, and I looked at it, and I doubted that my GPS is is is, is guiding me in the right direction, oh. because the river I had to cross was first of all quite wild. Yeah. Secondly, about six meters wide and I had no idea how deep so I, I got off the bike lifted the bike uh, above my head yeah fully loaded fully loaded yeah. and yeah and injured obviously yeah and I made my first step my second step because I wanted to be sure that you know I'm stable enough and don't get washed away and then so that must have been pretty scary in the middle of the thing the water came up to my hip, and okay. uh, and I went through. All right, so you got to the hip and went. All right, I'm good. You're in the middle, and you got through. Yeah. Now you're on the home stretch. Now I'm on on the home stretch. Yes. All right. So this is the point where things started to change. I mean, yeah. You know what? It was interesting. I look back, hmm. and I was like, I started again to 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 get quite emotional. Yeah. Okay. Because in a way, I was happy to, 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 to see the finishing line. Yes, yeah. And on the other side, I was super proud of myself. Amazing. That I got that far. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that, that I managed to, uh, to tick that box, to, 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 to go through what, what I went through and all the, the up and downs. And I was really happy. Yeah, I was course. in a very happy spot. So you're riding in like so what was the last bit of terrain versus you know getting into the urban parts where you're finishing like what's yeah there, there was a bit which was a, on, on a highway which mm. I really dislike because okay. cars yeah, yeah. came really fast you, had, you hadn't had hardly seen any cars yeah, exactly. and then all of a sudden you're faced with cars and you're tired and, and they get really close uh, and I I was actually really happy when when that that, that turn came again and you know uh, uh, on small dirt roads again and towards Albury and then I, there was like uh, there was uh, uh, how do you call that uh, um, a, a train a, tra a rail yeah, a, a rail track yep yeah, just beside the rail line yep correct yep and Service you know line, yeah. beautifully uh, 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 groomed very nicely and I you. could remember I was so happy <laughs> that I, I I left the handlebar and put my <laughs> Put my arms out and I was like flying, flying down Fly, the, on the home stretch, flying towards towards Albury and super happy. That's cool. Super super happy. I was singing. Yeah. Uh, I knew that I would catch my train. I knew that I will have enough time to go to the brewery. <laughs> they will even got a beer at the end. Yeah. No. I I imagined all that, and I I didn't actually exactly know where this monument is you know with, yeah, these, yeah. with so these balls there's uh, a finishing monument that i'm sure people might have seen with at, at, in uh yeah where, you, where the finish line is correct so you, now you're trying to find it now you, that's the that's all you want to see and then suddenly i could see it far away <laughs> yeah and i was like 
I need a picture of that. Yeah. I, I, I want a picture of that, but who is going to take it? Ah. And I saw this couple coming against me, and I was like, shall I maybe ask them? But they were already too far away. Yeah. So and you're, you're still riding towards the, the monument at the this monument, point? The monument, exactly. Yeah. And right. I see the monument, I get up that, that, that little climb uh, to the monument, yeah, yeah. and I was like, Doing my fist and you know, <laughs> like out of, out of happiness, and then suddenly my wife jumps out of the bush. Your wife jumped out of the bush, yeah, right then, she's unexpected, totally unexpected. How cool is that? So, she, mind you, she's 500 kilometers from home, yeah, and she's dr jumped in the car, driven up to see you come in, yeah, to, pick, to pick me up. Uh, that must have been incredible. Yeah. Uh, she's a superstar. Yeah. War Surely you cried at that point. I I'm crying now. Just yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, just the idea to have a warm set of clothes and to be able to sit in a car which you can, yeah, yeah. and have your wife. You loved the That's so cool. person next to you was, was incredible. So uh, she organized everything. She organized a restaurant where I could go and get changed. Uh, they did a beautiful warm meal for us and then uh yeah. must have felt pretty chuffed at that point super happy super happy she was my she was my biggest supporter on the whole race yeah, that's cool. the message that she and she sent me uh, yeah it was incredible uh, so yeah that's cool that's nice because it's only like it's how many days since you finished uh that was thursday last week yeah, so, okay. so it's a week Less, almost just, a week just less than a week ago you finished and you had this experience just less than a week ago now yeah. we're talking about it. i mean it's pretty that's pretty special like for me sitting here um watching you go through this yeah i mean that's part of the reason why curve and i do what i do here at curve yeah is to help deliver this and yeah i'm stoked and absolutely stoked to see what you went yeah, through and no, just thanks. and hear and share this with you um so thanks mate um, no, congratulations. Thanks, thanks a lot. It was, a, it was an amazing experience. And you know what? I have to say thank you, Curve, as well, because uh, you you made it possible. You uh, you supported me. Uh, mm. you, you were here. We had long discussions. Mm. Uh, um, and, yeah, I'm so happy that I, that I, that I met you guys in yeah. this community. Yeah, yeah cool. And uh, we created this, uh, this friendship. Uh, 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 that that uh, that is very very important to me. Uh, it's very, um, yeah. I mean, I, I said I, I'm chuffed to be part of it. So yeah, uh, thank you. Um, all right. So it's been now six days since you arrived. Yeah. You crashed twice. Yeah. How are you feeling now? Well, how's the beyond proud? How's the body feeling? The body feels actually pretty okay. I'm yeah. I'm amazed. I mean, I'm. 50 in a in a in a few weeks you wouldn't you know you can't see patrick now but you wouldn't think he's 50 so <laughs> thank you no the body's the body's fine i have still a bit of numb hands yeah but the the, the left hand or the, the, the left hand is definitely getting better the right is still a bit numb mm -hmm. other than that i'm fine i mean the rib hurts yeah legs legs are fine have you been back on the bike since no, not yet. No. Okay. No, I haven't, but I will, and mm. uh, I'm already thinking about uh, the next, uh, ah, the next the, challenge. The question that always happens: What next, Patrick? I, I know. I think about it. 
Yeah, that's cool. I really think about it. I know already what I would do differently next time. Okay, yeah. Uh, there is a few things, or not a few things, there's a lot of things I learned uh -huh. uh, about setup, about the bike itself, about myself, uh -huh. about the needs. Um, and I, I, I want as well encourage more people to do it. Yeah, cool. And well, that's maybe, what was my last question literally was would you recommend this? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, what is about it? Like, what's why would you? Why do you tell people to go do what you just did? Because it's a great experience. It's a great experience where you can discover yourself. Mm -hmm. You can get out of the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You can do something which is so enjoyable. Yeah. So different for me. And I, I just, the whole picture for me was was amazing. I met incredible people. I saw. An amazing Australia. Mm -hmm. I discovered areas I would probably never go yeah. on my own. Um, I had to challenge myself. I had ups and downs. I that was a week for me. It was probably even even one of my best holidays. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Honestly, Mate. because I know I will talk about that for the rest of my of my life. Yeah. Uh, the memories will always stay with me, and yeah, nice. do it. Go out of, go out, go outside is free. I love that. Uh, that yeah, outside that, is free. That get, sentence. Get off the couch. Exactly. Yeah. That's amazing. Push yourself and enjoy. Ah, mate, yeah. mate, that's like yeah, sounds like the perfect ending here. Yeah. No, thank, was, you. No, thank you, very, thank you very, 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 very much. Love to share it, mate. No, thanks, Adam. You're welcome. Cheers. Well, there you go. That was Patrick Boutier. I must say I really enjoyed that interview. Hopefully that came across in the podcast. But, yeah, listening to Patrick and seeing how excited he was and proud of himself uh, was pretty rewarding from a Curve customer relationship point of view. So, uh, yeah, that was a bunch of fun. On the formalities, uh, be sure to share and comment on this podcast. Uh, the other thing I wanted to get across is that Lewis himself has started another podcast um, called The Overland Archive. So, yeah, go on your pod favorite podcast app and check out The Overland Archive as well. We'll see you next episode for some more Race, Ride, Seek antics. We'll see if we can get some other people involved as well so you don't have to listen to my voice the whole time. Thanks a lot, crew. Bye.